You're listening to a podcast from Victory. When we follow Jesus, we have a new mission to fish for people. Learn more about this message in week two of our series on a journey. Matthew 13 verse 47 says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. So here we see in Matthew the parable of the net talking about the kingdom of heaven. Part of the kingdom of heaven, you know who? It's the person beside you. Kingdom, part of the kingdom of heaven. And the Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea in order to gather fish of every kind. So we're looking at this uh, picture of us, part of being the kingdom, and us interconnected with one another to form a net. Can you say net? Why? For the purpose of not just connecting with one another, for the purpose of catching fish, or in this case, catching other men. So we're going to read two stories very quickly. I'll start with the one in Luke, and the second story will be the one in John. So this story of how Jesus calls his first disciples. This is the first time Jesus calls his disciples. And we're going to read the story. Luke 5 verse 1. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, or the Sea of Galilee, actually. And it says, And he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. So here we see Jesus and uh, Peter with a few... My guess was Peter was you know fishing the entire night, and it was, there was nothing happening. And it was morning, he was tired, he was weary, and he was washing his nets so that tomorrow he could do it all over again. So while he was washing his nets, Jesus enters into the picture, looks at two boats, and he chooses Simon's boat, and he gets into the boat. Then he get, goes, getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and sat down and taught the people from the boat. So here he was, ginawa niya auditorium yung sea of Galilee, and he was looking, he was making this podium, as the boat as like a podium, and probably to amplify his voice, maybe. And he was preaching to the crowd. He was preaching to the crowd from the boat on the lake. And he goes, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Here was Simon and the fishermen. He was tired. He was weary. It was morning. He was finished. He was washing his nets. Sabi niya, balik ka ulit. Balik ka ulit. And... I was thinking, if you were Simon, Jesus, I'm the fisherman. I'm the fisherman. You're the carpenter. Please don't tell me what to do, how to fish. Stick to carpentry. I'll stick to fishing. So he goes, Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing but, can you say the word but? At your word, I will let down the nets. So here he was. Uh, Lord, alam ko na to, ako, ako magwa, I'm professional, you know, I'm professional. And you don't have to tell me what to do, but, look, look at the humility of Peter, but, 
because you said so. I'll obey. Because you said so. How many of you know that sometimes, you know, we're trying to, we know a lot and we know what we want to do, but however God tells us something, and in our hearts, parang hirap naman, kasi alam ko na yan, nagawa ko na yan. But, because Jesus, you said, I'll obey. So he, he obeys, and when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. Imagine, going back, doing the same thing that he had already done, but this time, when he throws the net, when he casts the net, this time, there was a large number of fish. And it was so large that the net were breaking. You know when the net breaks? You know when the net breaks? The technical term for a net breaking is called a hole. It's called a hole. <laughs> and when the, when the nets have a hole, guess what? The fish go out. So here, the nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners, there were partners in the other boat, come and help them. So may mga partners naman sila. They said, tulong naman, help us. So the, the other boat comes in, and it says, they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. So these partners tried to get in the harvest. And dami naman nakuha, but now the boats are sinking. Because it was so full of the harvest of fish. Verse 8, but when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Wow. Another version says in Luke 5.9, Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell to his knees before Jesus. Master, leave. I'm a sinner. I can't handle this holiness. Leave me to myself. You know, sometimes we can feel the same way that in the presence of God and how He wants to bless us, but it's against our will. But as we obey, we see the fruits of how God gives us breakthrough upon breakthrough. He says, Lord, I don't deserve this. I'm a sinner. Please, I can't handle this holiness. And he goes, for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. Wow, what a breakthrough, God. You know, this is not me because I've done my best. Nothing was happening, but now this happens. I know this is not about me. And we can be astonished of how God gives the breakthrough. Verse 10, And also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. So Jesus uses this picture of fishing, that when God sends us to fish, gives us a few tweaks on how we're supposed to do it. And we receive breakthrough. And we receive the harvest. He's using it as a picture to show us, you know what, if you're a Christian, if you're going to follow me, this is what's going to happen. From now on, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. Another version says, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. Another version says, there is nothing to fear. From now on, you'll be fishing for men and women. God is sending you and me to fish for men and women. You may not like fishing like I do. Zoe likes the fishing. I don't. But you know what? In spite of who we are and what our background is, God is sending us to fish for other men. And when they brought their boats to the land, they left everything and followed him. This is a picture of the disciples' heart. That Lord, because you command, I can drop whatever it is I'm doing and follow you. So that's the first story. Now this is the second story. It's going to be very quick so that we can move on. The first story was in Luke. This is in John. 
Jesus appears to seven disciples. So the first story was Jesus was calling the first, the first disciples. This is now three years later. He's now, uh, he appears to seven disciples. Verse 1, John 21. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and re he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. So here's Simon again. He's Peter, an avid fisherman. So, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, and that night they caught what? Nothing. The expert, nothing. They rowed out, tried to catch a fish. They caught not a single one. Verse 4, just as the day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Turns out, I think the uh, fishermen, they fish at night, and when, it, when the day's breaking, it's like uh, we're finished, we're through, we need to wash the nets. But here, they see Jesus, but because Jesus died, and Jesus left, and you know, they thought Jesus was gone, they didn't recognize him on the beach. He was standing on the beach, and he was walking, and he said, Jesus said to them, children, mga anak, do you have any fish? They answered, no, <laughs> there's none. <laughs> we tried our best. Verse 6, he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So again, who is this guy telling us how to fish? We're the professionals. You know, and he said, just a single thing, lipat ka lang sa kaliwa, as if it's going to matter. This is just a small move. I've been doing it on the left side, and now it's the right side. Well, is this going to matter? And he goes, Shh, cast the net. 6B. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of the fish. So he's thinking, take along. This is like, this is so familiar. This, could it possibly, this happened three years ago, and Jesus was there. Could it be this? This is the same guy, Jesus, telling us what to do, catching in the net. That disciple whom Jesus loved, in other words, John, haban and description, you know, the disciples whom Jesus loved. John said, <laughs> the disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, it is the Lord. This is so familiar, and this is the same thing that happened three years ago. It's, this is Jesus. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and he threw himself in the sea. Tumalun si Peter. Sabi niya si Lord, Lord, kailangan kita magmeet. Ang tagal na natin, hindi nakita. He was so excited. Yeah, this happened before. It's Jesus on the beach. He jumps from the boat. And the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not from, far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. So they dragged the boat all towards Jesus. And when they got on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you just caught. So Peter brings in some of the fish that they just caught. And Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. And I was thinking, here's, here's Simon dragging in this, this harvest of fish, 
153. I'm thinking, why, why does the Bible have to write down the number? Hindi ba pwede yung 100? Mga 50 plus. Talagang exactly, 153. I was thinking, if we're the fish that God has harvested, you know what, 153, every single fish counts. Look at the person beside you. You count to God. Nabilang ka na ni Lord. Bilang ka ni Lord. He's not saying, ah, there's a few people who got saved. Yeah, there's 153. I counted them. They got saved. And you are valuable to God. So, and this time, although there were so many, this time, the net was not torn. It didn't have a hold, a hole, but it, it held together. The net was so strong that it brought in all the fish. So question, what can we learn from these two stories of fishing in the Bible? Very quickly, there's a lot actually to learn, but I'm just going to hone in on a few. First is, we are called by God to fish for men. Di ba masakit sa mata? We are called by God to fish for men. It's a calling. It's a calling. It's a summons. God is calling you and me. If you are a Christian in this place, God is calling you and me to fish. Not for fish, but for men. Verse 10, Jesus said to Simon, There is nothing to fear. Huwag ka matakot. Ako, Lord, magpifish ako for other men. Yeah, huwag ka matakot. From now on, you'll be fishing for men and women. Another version says, you'll be fishing for, for others. The symbol of the fish was the early symbol of the church of Christians. It wasn't even the cross yet. Why? Because of this, God commanded Christians, disciples, not just to be a disciple, but to make a disciple, to go and fish for other men. So the picture was, because this was like a common a common symbol at that time. Parang Christian ako, underground ako. Ikaw, Christian ka, underground ka rin. Parang ka, Christian ka ba? Christian ako. And they would write this, this symbol on, on sand or maybe on the floor just to tell the other person, Christian ako. I'm a fisher of men. Ictus. The greatest purpose we can have in life is to follow Jesus in catching men for Him. You know, Christianity is not just about being blessed. Amen? The greatest purpose you can have in life. All my Christian walk before I got into this church, I thought that God's intent for me is just health and wealth. Kailangan nila magkakasakit, kailangan yayaman lang ako. And that's my purpose in life. That's what I thought my purpose in life was. Turns out, there's more to that. Yes, God wants to bless you. Yes, God, God wants you to be healthy. God wants to give you a car. God wants to give you a God wants to give you that. But there's more to that. There's more to this life than living and dying. There's more to this life than just being blessed. It's going out and catching men for Jesus. But who are we looking for? Sige, catch for men. Pero what kind of men? What are we looking for? What are the men and women God wants us to catch? Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man had come, has come to seek and to save that which was lost. How many of you know lost friends out there? 
Lost people who have never known Jesus. Lost people who, who actually sometimes go to church, but they're lost. They don't know. that They don't have a relationship with God. That's your target. That's who you're looking for. The lost. Luke 5.30 says, And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled at His disciples. So, nagre-reklamo sila sa mga Christians. Saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Ba't ka nakikisama sa mga, mga yan? <laughs> Wala akong maisip na. And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. So, we're looking for people who are sick in their, in their relationship with God. They're not lost. They know God, but the, their relationship is it's, 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 it has problems. We're looking for those people as well. And it goes, 5.32, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Who are we looking for? We're looking for the lost, not the found. We're looking for the sick, not the healthy. We're looking for sinners, not the righteous. But sometimes we... Ah, gagawa ko ng victory group. Magsa-start ang victory group. Uh, Bible study. Tapos sasama ko yung friend ko from GCF, CCF, Baptist, Methodist. Puro kami Christians. Dito small. That's not the point. You know, the starting point of discipleship is to go for the lost. It's not about asking people from other churches to transfer to our church. No, sometimes no, we tell them, um, if you're a Christian, you're from another church, okay lang ba? Can you go back and be a blessing to your church? Why? Because these seats are supposed to be for lost people. Lost and sick people. Sick. Don't put on your face mask. The sinners, not the righteous. We know. We have a lot of friends and family members who are sinners. That's the target. That's the target. And how do you do this? How do you start? Well, past Dr. Rice Brooks sent us this this. Uh, important acrostic called SALT, S-A-L-T, to remind us, what do we do? How do we do this? Well, first, S, you start a conversation. Usap lang, kwento lang. Ano may common ground? And then you ask questions. Kamusta ka na? Taga saan ka ba? Taga dito ka ba? Taga Cebu ka, Iloilo? Saan ka ba nakatira? Just ask questions. You know, people feel affirmed when you want to know who they are. And then you listen to their story. Don't say, uh, kamusta? Ano pangalan mo? Uh, taga saan ka ba? Uh, uh, taga dito ka ba ulit? Saan ka ba ulit? You're not listening. Listen to the story. Look at their eyes. And listen. Affirm them by listening. Ask the questions. And listen to the story. And now, pag naubos na yung kwento, kasi minsan, di ba, daming kwento, 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 kwento. Pag huminga, yun, chance mo na, pasok. Tell, this time, tell your story. How can I share to you my story? Nagsalita ka na, ako naman. And affirm. Amen? Salt. Start a conversation. Ask questions. Listen to the stories. Now tell yours. Salt. What's the gospel? What's the whole point? The gospel is the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. He lived the life we should have lived and died the death we should have died. In our place, three days later, He rose from the dead, proving that He is the Son of God and offering the gift of salvation and forgiveness to, of sins to anyone who repents and believes in Him. This is basically good news. It's not good advice. Not saying, ah, sinner ka ba? Ay, nako, kailangan mo lumuhod mula dito hanggang takloban para 
patawarin ka ni Lord. Hindi, that's advice. You know what good news is? Wala kang gagawin. Maniwala ka lang. You are saved by God because of what He did on the cross. Good news. It's not advice. It's news. Balita. And yun yung balitang yun, magandang balita. For join. I'd like to share this story about uh, J.R. Pavia. J.R. Pavia is one of our EXI personnel. He's the guy who helps uh, maintain our, our facility. And I was asking him in one of the times he sat down, so I go, J.R., ano ba kwento mo? Ano ba story mo? Paano ka napuntang ano, katipunan? Tapos paano ka naging, naging Christian? And he goes, um, kasi nag-work ako dito, 2000, what's that? 17? Huh? 18? And then he was, he was helping out. He was employed as a part of our EGSI personnel. And what he would do sometimes, may necro service, you know what a memorial service is? There's someone who died, and you know you had to go do, go do a service. What JR would do, he was tasked to bring in the equipment, the musical equipment. And sometimes he would bring the mic stand or the, the mic and all this stuff needed. And in one of the services, memorial services, I think it was in Marikina, Loyola Marikina, he was there, he brought in the stuff, he set up the stuff, and there was the preaching, the service. And after that preaching, after that service, he was going home, he packed everything, he was going home, and somebody asked him this question. He said, JR, paano pag namatay ka tonight? Saka pupunta? Hindi siya makasagot. Tapos hindi rin siya pag-uwi niya, hindi siya makatulog. Saan niyo nga, saan ba pupunta? Kubaw. <laughs> he didn't know where he was going. So, it bothered him so much hindi siya makatulog. And because he kept going back to memorial services every time, he would go and help set it up. He would hear the message. He would hear the message again. He would hear the message. And finally, he gets saved. He gets born again. And you know what? More than just being a Christian and getting saved, he goes back to his province in Bicol. And sabi niya, Pastor, normally, Pag umuwi ako sa Bicol, dahil I'm the guy from Manila, I go back to my province in Bicol, tapos sagot ko yung inuman. Sagot ko, bayad ko yung, ano, yung, yung beer, tsaka yung lahat ng inumin. Pulutan. And there was this one time, he went back home, eh nakita niya yung mga alak, pinatanggal. Pinat, parang si G, pinatanggal yung alak. Tapos sabi niya, tanggalin lahat yan. Sabi ng pera siya, JR, ano nangyari sa'yo? Para ka nagbago. Para may masama nangyari. Eh, no? Para ka hindi ka na umiinom. Alam mo, he started sharing to his family. Started sharing to his friends. And this was pre-Victory Weekend. Pre-L113. Just knowing the gospel and being full of the gospel that out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth would speak. He didn't say, oh, hindi pa ako trained eh. No. You can just go. Pero now, he's finished with Victory Weekend. He's finished with his doing classes. He said, palapakan natin si Lord for JR. Thank you, JR, for being who you are. You know, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. You and I are called by God to share the gospel, to catch men, to fish for men, 
oh, I'm not qualified. Yes, you are. God called you. All you have to do is know the gospel, be full of the gospel, and tell the gospel. Start a conversation, ask the questions, listen to their stories, and now it's your chance to share. Amen? Parang hina na amen. Amen. Verse 9, Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell to his knees before Jesus. He says, Master, leave. I'm a sinner and can't handle this holiness. Leave me to myself. You know, sometimes we can just look at God and say, how can I, how can I be accepted by this God? When my past is so bad that I will not be able to approach this God. And I'm reminded of this uh, couple, uh, Ricky and Mimi Cantre. Ricky and Mimi met way, way back in UP, in college, mga 30 minutes ago. The joke, the joke. Way, way back in college. And uh, si Ricky, nagkagusto kay, ano, kay Mimi, natipan niya. So, niligawan niya. Pero nangyari, busted. Wala nangyari. And then, they go to their separate careers. Ricky became an attorney. Uh, Mimi be, uh, became part of sales. And eventually, I think years, maybe probably decades after, they meet again. And this time, parang dami na nangyari in their past. So many things have happened. And they met each other again. And this time, gusto pa rin ni Ricky. So niligawan niya ulit, si Mimi. So niligawan niya, this time parang, parang pwede na, parang mukhang okay naman. So eventually, they got engaged and they got married. But before that, si Ricky had a friend way back in high school. It was Rachel. Rachel is the wife of Pastor Henry. So sabi ni Rachel, Uy, Sabi niya, oh, invited ka sa wedding ko, ha? So sabi ni Rachel, uh, saan ka magpapakasal? Uh, kasi, ano eh, alam mo naman yung past ko, parang ayoko na, hindi ako, hindi ako masyado spiritual, you know. Kung gusto mo, Ricky, pakasal tayo, sa huwes lang. Ayoko sa simbahan. Sa huwes lang. Kasi hindi ko kaya. Kinda like Peter. Get away, leave me, Lord. I can't stand this holiness. And then, uh, Rachel says, Ah, hindi. Why not try mo sa victory? You know, at, uh, I have friends who are pastors. They can actually do this for you if you want. So, okay. Sige, sa prodding ni Rachel, they attend this church, Katipunan, Victory. So, they start attending. Yung pastor na kausap nila dapat, wala. I don't know, absent siguro or may sakit. I don't know. Basta wala. So, what they ended up attending the service. Tapos, next week, they attended again. They liked it so much, the next week, they, the following week, they attended again. And again, and again, and again. They liked it so much. And Rachel asked them, um, lapit na ng wedding yun, no? nakaset na yung, ano, yung venue, yung, yung uh, invitations and everything. Uh, sino, naka, may nakausap pa kay pastor? Eh, nga pala. We forgot. All this time, we were just enjoying church. We are enjoying the message. We forgot the main reason why we're here. So, sige, set ulit, set, set ulit. Tapos, for some reason, they, they got into this uh, meeting with a pastor who was not available, who was, another pastor was not available, and finally, they got, they, they got to talk to this pastor. And this pastor said, they, he realized that um, in the first 30 minutes of their talk, I think they're attending church, but they're not Christian yet. So, he shared the gospel. You know what um, Mimi was saying? 
this three-hour window that we got to talk to them was the most important window of our lives. Because of that three-hour talk, they surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Amen? And they got married uh, June 11. June 11 in Tagaytay, it was raining. It, there was a storm in Tagaytay and they had this wedding. And sabi ng mga friends niya, uh, ang quote-unquote, ang malas mo naman, binagyo yung wedding mo. Sayang naman yung view. Walang view. But you know what she said? She said, you know, we had our wedding in the midst of a storm. And God was telling us, giving us this picture, that in your life, in the midst of your storms, I will be the stillness in your storm. You know, God is good, amen? That He doesn't judge you by your past. He doesn't look at your past successes or your failures. Your past successes and your past failures neither qualifies you nor disqualifies you from sharing the gospel. Today, they're being used by God to share the gospel. They brought in family. They brought in some friends. Why? Not because of your past. If, you are, if you're very successful, that doesn't qualify you to share the gospel. If you're not successful, that doesn't disqualify you as well to share the gospel. It's not, I have to have good grades muna bago ako share No. Go ahead and share. Amen? So, we're called by God to fish for men, but we're called by God to fish for men to God, together with other fishers of men. It's not just about me and this person. You and another person. It's about being a net. The net symbolizes relationships. That as we link to each other, the net's growing. And the net is capturing more fish. Not line fishing like what Zoe was doing, the line fishing. Although that's okay. If you have a, a friend, a family member who needs the gospel, share the gospel one-on-one. But more than that, you need to become a net. Tell the person beside you, net thou. Hindi Netflix. Verse 6, And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. So this is the calling of the first disciples. The first time they cast their net, ang laki ng harvest, may pinagawang tweak si Lord, wow, grabe harvest. But when they pulled it in, the nets were breaking. Why? It symbolizes their relationships. They were not yet that mature. They had so much pride as disciples. They had so much outdoing out one another. They were so much offense. So tuloy, paghila pag ng harvest, nagbe-break yung net. Minsan, ang problema, hindi naman yung harvest, ang problema tayo. May, may mga issue tayo, tayo nasa church, nagkaka-issue-issue pa tayo. Nagkaka-problema tuloy, pag dumating yung harvest, hirap na hirap tayo hilahin. And dami natin issue eh. But three years later, three years later, Simon Peter hold, went aboard and hold the net ashore full of large fish. And this time, the net was not torn. It did not break. God moved in their behalf the, the past three years. They, God matured them. God allowed them to forgive one another. God allowed them to 
overlook the offense and capture and link arms. You know what? God has called me to walk with you, bro. Kahit ganyan ka, okay lang yon. Patatawarin kita. Kasi God has called us to link together so that we can catch more fish. Amen? More men. And it will not break. The dragnet is a picture of how God wants us to be as Christians. That we're linking our relationships, getting bigger and bigger, and dragging in more harvest. I'm reminded of this story of this uh, couple named Jay and Claire Lechadores. They're from Every Nation Macau, our church in Macau. And um, the story goes, um, Jay started, uh, he's, he's a very much an athlete, he lo- loves basketball, and he loves doing CrossFit. How many of you don't know CrossFit? You, you're not exercising? <laughs> CrossFit, it's a, it's a form of exercise. And this guy was, sabi niya, I think I have a call from the Lord to use CrossFit to bring in more people into, into the kingdom of God. So he starts doing CrossFit and uh, pa-isa-isa until umabot sa mga dose. Twelve people. So he started doing CrossFit and the vision was he wanted to use CrossFit to bring in people who wanted to get fit. But at the same time, now that they're getting fit, now I can share the gospel to them. In the CrossFit group, they have the life seminars, the leadership, integrity, faith, and excellent seminars while getting fit. So what happened was, from, from 12, wow, sabi, parang lumalaki na to ah. Lumadami na kami, 12 na. And then, I think it was in 2017, where winter hit Macau. Nag-winter pala sa Macau. Okay, so winter hit. So from 12, naging 2. Lord, akala ko ba? Gusto mong gamitin ko yung CrossFit just to reach out to people. Eh, imbis na dumami, lalong kumonte. 2. And then he gets uh, <clears throat> Pastor Gio Sinus, who's our senior pastor in Macau, talks to, to Jay. says, Jay, I want you to talk to one of our leaders and disciple him. Cause, just, you know, share the gospel and continue to disciple him. So by faith, do not fear. By faith, he walk, steps out in faith, talks to this guy, and starts discipling him. And you know what? After a season of discipling, he started training him as well in CrossFit. And after a season, this guy became so good at CrossFit, he became one of the coaches of training ground. And out of the two, became a lot. Getting in more people. Sabi nga ng mga friends niya, alam mo dapat ano yun, naniningil ka na eh. Dapat may bayad yan eh. Sabi niya, ah no, I think the vision is we just want to use it to bring in people. And they get this free use, this free facility. They got free equipment. They got bigger and stronger. And now, they're getting in more people in Mahao. Using it as a net. Bring the net. What is it that you love doing? Continue to do it. Don't stop doing it. If you love golf, you want golf, keep on doing golf. But keep on doing golf with, not, with the lost. Don't keep on doing golf with Christians. Look for people who are lost, who are sick, who are sinners. And dami nun. And dami nun. 
So dumami rin dumami sila. Tapos in this, uh, this season, somebody arrived on the scene. This lady on the left in blue is Claire. Claire came in and she was, you know, very introverted, very, you know, she wasn't really mingling with people. But eventually, she, she loved CrossFit. So she got fit and she got, uh, uh, she, she introduced herself to the people. And CJ, major, hmm, hmm, si Claire. So training, di ba? Training, life, training. And eventually, as uh, soon as he, he got to know her, he laid down his intentions to her. And after a race, he proposed. And last year, they got married in Macau. Jay and Claire are here. Please do stand, Jay and Claire. Stand to your feet. Palakapanan si Jay and Claire. Macau. Thank you for doing what you're doing, bro. Thank you for doing what you're doing as a couple. And he said, you know what? I remember 2017. In the winter of 2017, from 12, we became two. But God told us to make a small move. Make a small move. From the left to the right, make a small move. And in obedience, as we prayed, God brought in free venue, free equipment, more fish, more men. And today, Jay and Claire heads the singles ministry in every nation Macau. And knowing that the, the net, the harvest is huge, but we need to get, to get ourselves together to become the net that God wants us to be. So in every nation, Macau, it's getting stronger and stronger because there's a net. And there's more nets to come. More nets, different ways of getting in the harvest. But what's important is the relationships. We need to be locked together. As a church, we can't just come here and become strangers to one another. Amen? That's why it's so important to be part of a small group, of, vict of a victory group. If you're part of a victory group, we get to know you. You get to know us. And we get to lock arms together and advance the kingdom of God. And become a dragnet. Ang dami-dami na huhuli. Kasi magkakilala na tayo eh. Nagkaka-offendan na, pero nagkaka-forgiveness naman. O, o tuloy lang. Trabaho lang. Amen? Yung iba kasi, di ba? Uh, bro, you, ca you came in late. Can I correct you? Do not come in late. Ano? Eh, nangyari, imbis na dumating na maaga, hindi na bumalik. Amen? Let's get beyond this, guys. We need to lock arms, get to know each other, and be the net that God has designed it to be. Bringing the harvest will require character and tested relationships. It will require character, not for the nets to break, and create holes in the net. But tested relationships in character. I'll end with this story. Vice Mayor Gian Soto. He's the son of very popular showbiz personalities in the Philippines. And what happened was, um, he, he was married and he had kids. I think five kids. Magiging six na. He had five kids. And in the process of uh, being a family, they had problems. And eventually, it almost broke down to the point that they were about to separate. And at that time, it was a season of uh, real deep sadness. And he calls up his cousin, si Oyo Boy. O, you know Oyo Boy, right? Buti pa kayo, kilala nyo. 
Oyo boy. So he calls up Oyo boy. Sabi, Oyo, cousin, I have this problem. Problema ako. Ganito na nangyayari. And Oyo boy starts laughing. Hindi, <laughs> uh, bro, ganito na nangyayari. Talaga seryoso ako, seryoso. Ito na nangyayari. <laughs> tawa ng tawa si Oyo boy. Sabi, why are you laughing? Tawa ka ng tawa. Eh. I'm pouring my heart out. Tawa ka ng tawa. Sabi, <laughs> Eh kasi, sumama ka sa akin. Pakilala kita sa church. Pakilala kita kay coach. O sige, samao. Pakilala mo kay coach. Yung dumating na coach, si Pastor Robert Gonzalez. And Pastor Robert, yes, he's a coach, basketball, but he's also a pastor. And he shares the gospel to Gian. And he gets saved. And things begin changing in their lives. And you know what? He got back to his wife. And now it's a strong relationship. Five kids, pregnant na naman, going on six. Lumalaki din, nagmamultiply din yung familia niya. And they say that um, on a Monday morning, as he goes to the office of the vice mayor, he starts the day with what? You know what? He starts the day with devotions. He shares, as the vice mayor shares devotion, Bible devotions to his staff on a Monday morning. You know what? Sabi niya, yung natutunan ko na Sunday, share ko sa Monday. One chapter ahead. One chapter ahead. Yung natutunan ko na Sunday, that's why it's important to take notes. Before kasi, di ba, ba ano, um, ball pen, tsaka uh, notebook. Now, all you have to do is, you know, take notes in your, your phone. Why? Because God wants you to become a net. God wants you to share. Ano sasabihin ko? Sinabi no Sunday. Share mo na. Ang dami-dami nating resources, ang dami-dami nating material, you can share the gospel. Do not be afraid. God wants to use you. God wants to use us. It's more than just being blessed in this church. It's going out and being a blessing to others. Amen? So he goes, you know what? He just doesn't do devotions. He opens up this uh, marriage retreat at the, at the city hall called To Become One, Valentine's Day Celebration for Couples, Feb 21. You know what it was? It was our engagement seminar. Can we invite the pastors of Victory Katipuran and the staff and all the people who can help to, you know, talk to all these people who got married? So now, what happened was, we start the event at the start Vice Mayor Gian comes and gets the mic and opens up the event with his testimony. Alam mo, pagkatapos niya mag-testimony, tapos niyang mag-pray, pwede na eh, pwede uwian na eh, pwede na eh. Tapos na eh. And this was just the start. But after him, of course, we had other people who would share. Doc, Mark, and Jeanette. Where are you? In the kids. You start sharing about how the, the, the husband is the leader in the home, in the marriage, and how the wife is the helpmate and sub, submits to her husband. And then we talked about Jeanette. Jeanette was sharing about how it is to be a wife, to be a support to her husband, and you know, l- respect him at any given time and not disrespect him. Then we saw Dan is Guerra. Where's Dan? Where are you? Palakpakan si Dan. Please do stand up. Dan is a corporate trainer and a motivational speaker. Started sharing about how his life transformed when he understood the forgiveness of God. 
that now he can forgive one another in, in, in a marriage setting. But more than that, he can, he can forgive, share the, the, the gospel of forgiveness by God to his life and share it with others as well. You don't need a PhD in this. Jesus was a carpenter who shared the first disciples were fishermen. Amen? So here's the team. Oh, JR was there. JR was there. Nakapolo. Diba, dadaling ko equipment? Nakapolo. Bakit? I'm not just bringing equipment. I'm part of the net who will share the gospel. Ubusan ng lahi to. JR was there. And here's the women. And look at this, verse 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. The next story says, Cast the net on the boat, on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. You know what? In both stories, in both pictures, Jesus was there. Jesus was there. Because apart from Jesus, we will not be able to bring in the harvest. Amen? It will take Jesus with us in our boats as we become the net to drag in the fish. That's why I said, Matthew 4.19, follow me. This was Pastor Glenn's message last week. Follow me. And I will make you, not you, I, Jesus, will make you fishers of men. When we follow Jesus, he makes us fishers of men. Amen? It's all about Jesus. God wants to use you and me. God wants to bring in the harvest. But it will take a lot. It's interesting. You know what? Uh, Vice Mayor Gian Soto attends the fort. He doesn't attend Katipunan. But the Katipunan team was there to help do what he was supposed to do. You know why? Because there's a net. It's not about you. Hindi nga kami magkakakilala, but there's a net. And you know what? Kate, where's Kate? Kate. Kate's dad is Pastor Toch Evangelista in Jensan, our church in Jensan. You know what? If I, have, if I have friends in Jensan, I'll talk to Kate. Kate, tawag ka ba naman yung dad mo? Patulong naman. May mga kaibigan ako, kailangan ng one-to-one. May mga kaibigan ako, gusto mag-victory weekend. Can you just... Amen? It, the, the net keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Why? Because God wants to bring in a mighty harvest. Amen? Imagine this. I can I ask these four guys to come up? Imagine this, huh? Go up on stage. Get your stuff. Fishermen! Fishermen! Go, ito na. Move to the side. Fishermen having their own line line fishing and they try to catch fish. Go, try to catch fish. Fish, 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 fish. 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 Imagine if these four were able to catch fish. If these guys, hawak, hawak na fish, fish, bro, Glenn, fish. Who is that? Bro, can you be the fish? Can you be the 
be a fish. Grab hold of this. Fish, come on. Pastor Raymond, can you be the fish of Dan? Dan's fish. Okay, huli, stand. Nahuli yung fish. Four fishermen. Ilan yung fish? Hello? Four fishermen. Ilan yung fish na nahuli? Four. Why? Because it's line fishing. Imagine if it was net fishing. Put down this. Net fishing. The same four people getting connected to more and more people. And please raise your hand so that the net will not destroy your hair. Guess what? There's more people that's going to be caught because now they're a net. Amen? They're now a net and more people getting more people, getting more people, the more people. We're supposed to be a net. Amen? I challenge you. Be part of a small group. Get to know one another and become the net that God has designed you to be to catch in more and more of the harvest. Let's stand to our feet as we pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for you are a great God. In your desire, Lord God, you were the first fisherman who came down from heaven into earth that you may catch us, God. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for your desire is not just to catch us, but for us to be an instrument of catching more. Cause us, Lord God, to be a net that will be strong, that will not break, that will be strong to bring in more and more of your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.